This is Molly Patrick from Clean Food Dirty Girl, and you are listening to episode 14 of the Clean Food Dirty Girl podcast. All right, my friends. You know what I like about doing this podcast is that it's audio only. So right now it is about 6.15 in the evening, and... I just decided to record a bunch of podcasts because I didn't have to, I don't know, get dressed or put like comb my hair. I don't really use makeup, but I do put on lipstick when I have video things because otherwise my lips look, they're just really pale. And so it's just so nice to just talk with you and noodle and do this without having to think at all about what I'm wearing or what my hair is doing. So I say this to say I I really enjoy doing this for many reasons, many reasons. All right, so I'm going to tell you a quick story. This is going to be, okay, so if you follow me on Instagram, you know that the day after Christmas, I went out kayaking. And if you read my Saturday love letter that came out on Christmas Day on the 25th, you know that I was going out kayaking with my friends to I don't know, just have some fun and maybe see a whale. And so if you don't currently get my Saturday, my sweary Saturday love letters, then sign up for them on our website. They're a ton of fun. And um, I'll link the, I'll link that in the show notes so that you can sign up if you want. And I'm also on Instagram and you can find me on Instagram. But so we went out and we did see a whale. And I took a video of it. I actually got a video of it. It was crazy. And it was really close. Oh, my God. And so here's (laughs) one question I had in my email was, what do I do if I have to pee in the kayak? If I have to pee during my kayak trip? Like, do I just go in the kayak? What else? Like, what do do people do? And so I found out it wasn't pretty. And here's, here's what happened. We went in the morning and we left my house at like 7.30 and the, where we launched the kayak from was just right down from my house. And so we put the kayaks on the car the night before and we drove down and we got them off the car and we're out in the water by like 7.45, 7.50. And I had a bunch of water. I always do when I first wake up, I have a bunch of warm water. And if you are doing our dirty high five challenge right now, you are watering yourself in the morning as well. That's for our um, weekly office hours that people can attend when they sign up for our meal plan subscription. So I did my water and then I drank a big cup of green tea and ate a little bit of breakfast and was ready to go. And so anyways, about an hour into the trip, I'm like, oh, fuck, I really have to pee. And I was wearing like swimming shorts, like not the regular kind of bathing suit type, but swimming shorts and like a rash guard, like the pretty long swimming shorts. And then like a rash, long sleeve rash guard with a hood and a hat. Then I fashioned my bandana for like extra shade. Cause I'm kind of, I burn really easily. So I really protect myself from the sun. And so I have on these shorts and I'm like, I really don't want to pee right here because then I'm going to be sitting in my pee And I'm just going to be like, I don't want to sit in a puddle of pee. 
I just don't, but I couldn't like get up and hang my butt over the kayak. Cause I would have flipped the kayak. There was no, like, it was just awkward because the kayak is small, right? So here, here's what ended up happening. I got up out of my seat and I just got to the front of the kayak. Like I kind of crawled to the front of the kayak and I squatted and I pulled my shorts, my one leg of my shorts to one side and I just peed directly in the kayak. And as I'm peeing, it's like the best pee because I had, I held it for a while trying to figure out how I was going to do this. And so I'm peeing, oh my God. And it feels, it's one of those pees where it's just heavenly. And like, I look over my shoulder to my left and there's this family on, I don't know what, I don't know what they were in. Like, I'm not a boat, kayak, ocean type of person, but they had some kind of kayak that was together, like two kayaks together, but then it also had a sail and they were, um, they were, like it was like a bicycle. So they were kind of pedaling. I have no idea what that shit was, but the point is, is this family, this like woman and man, and then like two kids, they were close. And I know that they were, they saw me peeing. Like they were looking right at me (laughs) and I was so embarrassed. Oh my God. And this was like the only boat that we saw the whole trip. And I I don't know how they, yeah, I don't know how I didn't see them until that moment when I was just peeing midstream, looked over, there they are. I was like, oh shit. And so then, but I couldn't stop. It was one of those things where I'm like, it's going, the flow is going, like I can't stop it now. So I'm just going to have to stay here. And so then the pee was in the kayak and it was the kind of splashing around. So I splashing, splashing, I don't know. And then I just sort of brought some water from like, and put some water in the kayak and then kind of got some water out of the kayak. So I was like diluting it. And I don't, I don't know what the hell it was not. I don't know. I think, I feel like that's not how people do it, but I don't know how people like, do y'all just sit in your pee? Is that, is that the way to do it? I think I am. There is something that we have called like a pee John, I think it's called. And you just pee in it. Like you just put the thing to your pee hole and you just pee and then it goes in the bag and then the bag kind of expands and becomes this gel-like substance. And then you just toss it out when you're done. I think next time I go, I'm going to bring a pee john with me because I think that would work way better than what I did. So anyways, that's the story. And oh yeah, we did see a whale. Oh my gosh. Amazing. I put the photo or the video on Instagram. It was way too close for comfort for me, but I mean, you know, you just don't know what, how, where, when you're going to see them. You don't know how close they're going to be. And we were kind of far out there. It was, it was wild and I will go again. So that's my little story. I also, also want to talk about this. So I was thinking about this the other night and for some reason I had this flashback and I had this memory of the very first time that I cooked myself a really healthy dinner for no other reason than I wanted to eat something really healthy and I wanted to do it for myself. I don't know why actually. I don't know what made me think of this, what prompted this memory, but I was living, I was renting a room in in a house. This this friend that I had, she worked out of town and so she had this really nice, lovely house and she wasn't there a lot of the time. She was there for maybe 4 days out of the month and so I rented a room and had 
the house to myself most of the time. And I was 23 years old and I had gotten in a fight with my, with the girl that I was seeing at the time. That wasn't unusual to get in a fight with her. We, we had lots of fights. <laughs> it was very tumultuous, very dramatic. <clears throat> but we got in a fight and I went home and I don't know what it was. I wasn't used to, I mean, I had been around healthy food. Like I grew up eating really healthy food and I, you know, my mom always cooked, but I had never given it much thought. How do I say it? I had never really considered food as self-care. I had always just, you know, I put food in the same category as like taking a shower. You just did it because you have like it's just basic and you do that for your overall it's just something you do. And so I never really considered it as an act of caring for myself or loving myself or just that general umbrella of self-care. Never did I think of food that way. And I didn't eat horrible, but you see, I also drank copious amounts of alcohol and smoked many, many cigarettes during the day and drank a lot of coffee. And so I wasn't exactly the pillar of health. So food, even though I didn't eat terribly unhealthy, I didn't think of, I didn't think of the quality of food that I was putting in my system. I was just thinking about eating in a way that I had always eaten, which just happened to be pretty healthy because that's what I knew because that's how I was raised. But there wasn't that connection and that that thought behind it of, oh, I'm doing this to take care of my body and to nourish myself and to treat myself well. No. Until this one night and something just clicked this one night and I don't know what it was. It was winter. I remember it was cold. I think it was snowing. And I went to the house, the, the house where I was renting a room from and the house was really cozy and there was like central heat And it was a really old house and it had big, big windows and hardwood floors. And it was, it was actually haunted, but it was, no, it was just kind of, I was just happy to be there and just very cozy being in for the night and not dealing with any drama. And I was by myself and I was very happy to be by myself. And so I went to the kitchen and I was going to eat some food and I had a sweet potato and some broccoli. And then I had probably some like mac and cheese in the fridge, like, you know, in a box type of thing. Um, and probably not much more. And so I saw that potato and I saw that broccoli and something sparked in me and something just called to me. And I just thought, you know, this evening is for me and I am going to stay home and nourish myself and love up on myself. And so I put on some music. I made myself a glass of tea and I baked that sweet potato and then I simmered the broccoli in a little bit of water to get it soft and then I just put it was very basic put some soy sauce and a little bit of nutritional yeast and I think some garlic powder or something in the potato and then kind of mash it with a fork when it was done and then put the broccoli over it and I put it on a nice plate And I brought it in the living room and I sat on the couch and I listened to music and I watched the snow outside and I ate this really simple but incredibly nourishing meal. And in that moment, like it clicked. Like like there was just some greater appreciation or understanding or connection with 
food. And in that moment, I really understood that what I was doing was an act of self-care and an act of love and that that was something that nobody could take away from me. It didn't matter how shitty my girlfriend had been. It didn't matter what was happening with my relationship. It didn't matter. Like none of it mattered. This was something that I could do for myself and that I could choose for myself. And in that moment, I just, I was so into it. I just remember being so into that moment. I remember feeling really proud of myself for choosing me, for choosing my body and my health and for choosing being compassionate to myself. And I very easily, and I don't know why I did it because I oftentimes during that particular time in my life, I really did like drink heavily and smoke a lot and was very destructive to myself. And so I was thinking about it and I thought, huh, that was really interesting that I took that that night or that moment, that evening, and I just did the opposite. And there was something about it. I mean, I obviously, I, I loved to drink. I, I don't drink anymore. I haven't had a drink since 2015. Thank God. Oh my God. Best thing I ever did. And I haven't smoked since 2015 either. And obviously I loved doing, I loved smoking and I loved drinking and it was fun. But in that moment, as I was sitting there eating that very simple, humble meal that was very bursting with nutrients, right? Very plant powered meal. And as I was sitting there, it was a, it was joy and it was not pleasure. And I was so used to pleasure in my life. Like I was over pleasured, really. I was overstimulated with alcohol, with cigarettes, with my toxic relationship with the way that I treated myself. Like it was just way, it was just too much pleasure. And in that moment, like it wasn't pleasure, but it was this connection to myself and it was joyful. And so I was thinking about that. And even now it's like giving me goosebumps because that small little act, it just seems, it just seems so minor, you know, like a 23-year-old girl making a sweet potato with some broccoli. But it wasn't little for me. Like it really was something that made me pause and made me connect the dots and really made me stop and cherish my body for an evening and cherish, you know, my my temple, right? So like this, these, this body that we have, that each of us have, has like, this is it. We don't get, we don't get to return it. This is what, you know, from the moment we're born to the moment we die, we have this body. And I've come to the belief after many years of treating my body like shit, I now believe that our, like one of our greatest jobs in life, one of our most important jobs in life is to take care of this body that we are given, no matter how it looks, no matter how, what the shape is, no matter what color is, no matter how many stretch, beautiful stretch marks are on it or dimples or rolls. I mean, it is our job to love and to cherish and to nurture and nourish this body. And I think that was the first time that I connected that 
nourishing and caring for my body with food. And so it was a really powerful thing. And of course it didn't last. I mean, I think the next day I, you know, it's like one step forward, two steps back. That's just kind of, you know, when you're in your twenties, you might have little aha moments and epiphanies here and there, but it might take a long, long time before, (laughs) before it all clicks. And so, and it did take me a long time, but I think that that was sort of the start of something. And it's not as if I didn't know that. I mean, I I was raised in a way where like my mom, she was really into healthy food and she was really into the first line of defense is your immune system and putting an emphasis on sort of staying healthy as a way to prevent things from coming up instead of treating them when they come up. Like she really, I mean, she, she taught me that. So it wasn't, wasn't something that I didn't know, but it was something that I had never really heard or never really sunk in, in the way it did when I was eating that very simple sweet potato and broccoli. So I wanted to share that with you. And I guess I was also thinking about it when a while back, when Luann went to Seattle and I was here alone because I know that there's a lot of people in our community who uh, live by themselves and who cook for one. I was thinking about that. Like, okay, would I follow our meal plans? Would I, would I cook really healthy whole food plant-based meals if I lived alone? And I'm like, well, yeah, I like, I don't live alone, but I live with somebody who doesn't eat whole food plant-based all the time and who really isn't into it. And so doing it, I I do it for me, right? I I cook for me and she sometimes eats my food and sometimes doesn't, as we talked about in episode 10 of the podcast, right? Mixed eating households because she's omnivore. But when she went to Seattle, it, uh, I was reminded that, hell yeah, I will cook for myself. Hell yes, I will eat really healthy when I am alone. Like, yes, I will do this for myself. And as an act of love and compassion and a commitment I have to myself to take care of myself as best as I can for as long as I can and to nourish myself and to nurture myself and to all of those things. And it, it really doesn't matter. I mean, if I was, if I was single and alone, I would do that. If I had kids, I would do that. If I like, I am married and I still do that. Right. But it's that connection that like I do it for me. I don't do it for anybody else. Like I do it for me. Just like that evening with the potato and the broccoli, I wasn't doing that for anybody but me. And I was front and center in that moment. And you can be front and center even if there are people around you. This is our life. We get to live our life and we get to make the choices. Anyways, that's what I was thinking about. And that's what I wanted to share with you today. So take, you know, like all of my stuff, take whatever, uh, works for you, apply it to your life, how you feel it needs to be applied, leave the rest. All right. I hope you guys have a fantastic week and I will be talking to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love it if you could rate and review it. That would mean a lot. And 
If you want to learn more about our whole food plant-based meal plans, head on over to our website, cleanfooddirtygirl.com and check them out. You can also pick up a ton of plant-based recipes and resources and get inspired to celebrate human imperfection because none of us are perfect. None of us promise. And isn't that a relief? Oh my gosh. Okay. Have a beautiful week and I'll talk to you again soon. Dreamer, come on.